Hello and welcome back to the Next Step Help podcast with Sam and Jack. Today, I'm going to be talking to Jack about how he efficiently, flawlessly and effectively implements self-improvement advice and theory into his life and some of the struggles that come with that. So, Jack, first of all, what are some like self-improvement books or theories that you're interested in like at the moment? Well, currently I'm studying the course, which is the science of well-being. And it's about basically how to improve your mental health. And that's currently something I'm quite interested in. And I'm happy to do a refresher. And I do think that your introduction was lovely. However, flawlessly might not be an effective <laughs> word to you. Okay, yeah. Do you think anyone can do it flawlessly? I think you can you can be pretty darn close where people would would like label it as flawless. Okay. But I, I think the fluidity of life and how it happens. You, okay. You... okay, so that's more of like a, a philosophy or or a, an acknowledgement of the fact that the flawless or perfection isn't exactly a correct term to be using in the modern or any human world. But then part of me thinks that you could like if you decided i'm running 10k every day for the like rest of my life if it was a high enough priority you'd sacrifice something else to do it okay fair enough fair enough um right so yeah so with that science of well-being course how are you approaching it like what's your mindset when you're engaging in that mm, well first of all i think the key mindset is to become a learner mm. and this is you're you're happy that you're in a position where you know you know like nothing you're happy mm. to like pick up everything there's no ego involved there's no like oh i must be the best at this i don't want to be proved wrong or any of that it's 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 something that i i think is critical to a really successful and happy life is is to be a lifelong learner and it's it's something that many wise entrepreneurs and uh, sort of leaders and role models they they bring it up and Bob Proctor, who's somebody I'm quite interested in, he was asked for his top three habits for, you know, lifelong success. And one of them was study. And that is, you know, he, he's 89 and every day he still studies. Wow. And I just think it's incredible. And do you remember a point in your life where you did have that ego, where you didn't approach things with the learner mindset? And if you do, do you remember how you changed or was it a gradual thing? Mm, well, part of me, I think before I had the learner mindset, I I wouldn't attempt certain things. So I'd sort of be, you know, my bubble is, is I'd sort of think that this is that, like, as big as bubbles gets. And I'm like, I'm happy with it. But then part of me thinks that I well, I always was, given my, my childhood and how the growth mindset was enforced in school. Mm. I have subconsciously. That's true. Yeah. Never like in the in the full respect as now, which is being like a lifelong learner. Because so, there have been times where, you know, I get a bad result on like a test or something, and I just I just like, yeah, that sucks, you know. Okay, so so the um the idea that we learn that in school, um, obviously we kind of get taught that we should learn because that's that's what you do in school. That's how school rewards you, you know. But well, that's arguable, but um. So what, what what do you think the difference is between someone like you who's learned to implement the growth mindset and learned to see its advantage and someone who's, you know, because we've all had, ideally we've all had the same tools. There are things like private schools, obviously, which change that. And, you know, 
homeschooling, whatever. But, you know, fundamentally, we've all been in a similar system where learning is prioritized, supposedly. I mean, that's all that's all tangents that we could go on if you want. But um, fundamentally, how do you think that you have managed to implement a growth mindset, a learning mindset where other people might have failed? Is it because you followed the school system exactly or is it because of, and other people deferred? Or is it because you did something extra or found something extra? A hundred percent, I'd say the latter. So I think it is that extra bit on top. Mm. So everyone's shoved into the school system, at, you know, however old. And through most of that, you're studying stuff that is, it, it's not, it's not lighting your heart up, really. It's not like, oh yeah, we get to go and learn about maths. Woohoo! Mm. Like, I'm sure there's there's two people, whoever, whoever looks at us like, I'm not hanging out with that kid who's really into maths. But but no, I don't think because the school system, it doesn't pick up on everyone's individual needs. Because nobody, I believe deep down in their heart, like aspires for, I can't wait to do my GCSEs, you know. Mm. It's like, yes, I can't wait to discover something in that field. I think that's different. Mm. But I can't wait to do my GCSEs or learn. It's just, I, I, I like about this thing is specifically there. And the curiosity is, is the key bit. So it's the wanting to learn more. And this can come through certain subjects, but I don't think it's like holistically over like your, your, your 11 subjects you have to take. Like one of them will be more exciting than others. And I think that, that happens with most people, but they don't really push it further. Hmm. Makes sense. And for me, I've always been sort of interested in DT, but the real thing for me was I... I've always been really interested in how I show up in a role, if that makes sense. So, so how? Because I've always been interested in like, what's the purpose of life? How do I, how do I get what I want? You know, what, why are we here? All these sort of like, big philosopher questions. And I've, I've sat down and asked my mum for many years, and like, it's annoying that there isn't just like one big answer, hmm. and that's annoying for quite a lot of people because humans want certainty i believe because from there they can then get rid of the the doubt or the the worries and all these sort of things but it's through there that i i discovered self-improvement and from that place i just decided that there was you know and it's through the sort of lens of fomo so there's i'm never gonna know anything and seth godin's written a good good book which is called the dip so you start off not knowing lots not knowing anything and then you dramatically increase i think this might be the right example but you dramatically increase and then you get to a point where you realize there's so much that you don't know so you thought yeah you're, you're doing really good progression you're learning lots you know you're, you're getting really good and then a point hits you with like oh my god i know so little about this subject and it's from there that you can you just sort of go okay well I'm, I'm going to be, you know, here for the rest of my life. So I might as well start trying to learn and then influence some of this stuff. All right. So you acknowledge the fact that, okay, I'm not going to know it all. Um, and almost in a, in a way, I suppose that would stop people from feeling like they shouldn't start, right? Because if you acknowledge the fact, okay, I'm never going to know it all, but I could know more than, than I know now or, yes. or more, know more, et cetera, et cetera, you know, if you're going out trying to learn everything, you're never going to start because that's like the most, that's impossible. It's the most daunting task. And so, okay. So say you've got a, 
you've just read a book you're like this is the this is the shit this is what i want to this is what i want this in my life what 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 what, how do you go about it do you do it while you're reading the book or do you do it after you've finished like what like let's imagine a situation where you've read something or maybe not imagine where you've read something and then you you want to implement it into your life How, how do you go about that yeah, well, I think it's a really good thing. And, and currently I'm reading Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill because it's, it's basically it's supposedly the one you go to to learn this shit for, like, getting rich and making money. And it's another book by Dale Carnegie, which is called How to Win Friends and Influence People. And he's written a chapter on how to get the most out of this book. And he, he goes, so read all the chapters, uh, you know, going through, getting an idea your brain starts to, uh, you know, grasp concepts and then go back and then read it. And I, I think it's, it's difficult because A, you want to, you know, know everything before you start, but that is such an unhelpful paradigm because you just, you, because you'll never know everything on the first time through, you're never going to start. So you have to start and fail and keep failing along the way. And there's a there's a rule which is like on the first time through you read something or you listen to something or you learn something you'll only have gotten like 30 percent of the you'll, you'll only retain 30 percent of the information so from there like okay you need to listen to it at least like two more times to get like a pretty good understanding of it and it's it's that process of like i'm not gonna read this once and then like have retained all of it and like okay there we go that that ticked that off the list it's it's i'm gonna have to keep coming back to this again and again throughout my life and i think it's it's something that happens with books quite often so given the books are you know we've been writing them for you know thousands of years you'd think there's something going on in them that works pretty well and there are there are so many books nowadays and it comes back to the fomo so you're never going to be able to read all of the books you want to Hmm. and for me i think it's a it's a good principle to instead of spreading yourself too thin and getting a you know dipping your toes in a hundred different subjects for me what's more effective in my life is to to choose a few and then dive pretty deep so there's an entrepreneur who who believes that so there's this model of a t so the t goes across on the top and down you know halfway through you've got to choose how how the dimensions of that T. So you don't want a super wide T that then goes down, you know, like in the middle, a tiny bit. And you don't want a T that's effectively just a straight line like an I. Hmm. You need to have a bit of breadth with enough depth to then be really effective at what you're doing. Okay. And if we manage to implement this principle with enough people, you can have a very successful team that works together to get the results. So if if that, in that sense, like everyone has a different section of the T, which when you put it together forms like a big block then like that's so more effective yeah. than yeah I, I think i think the analogy is breaking down a bit what you mean is like specialists you know if you have a team of specialists they're going to be more effective than a team of one guy who tries to do all of it and i totally agree with you there but um in terms of implementing these theories into into reality like what what are your practical steps what, what mindset do you adopt say say there's a thing and it says you need to do this one habit every day. Like, wh- wh- how do you start doing that? Do you just do it every day? Like, what's the thought process there? Talk us through how you yourself would read a book and then implement that, like, practically implement that into your life. 
Yes. So I think to start off with, you, you've got to have a desired outcome. So this is sort of the reason for picking up the book. What do you want to learn and what do you want to get from it? Yeah. And then from there, there are going to be certain things in the book, hopefully, <laughs> if, it's, if it's not like a big old philosophy book, uh, which like literally tell you what you need to do to achieve uh, the results. And then from there, you've got to ex- accept that you're going to be crap at the start. I think that's mm-hmm. the So you, I'm going to be shocking at the start. And the way I'm going to grow is I'm going to keep coming back to them and understanding them more and more through each time I do it, which is effectively, you know, I'm going to keep building this habit until I get it pretty consistently. Hmm. So you've set that intention and then you want to, you want to work out sort of the logical steps. So you've got the, the dream outcome, which is the goal. So the goal of I'm going to, you know, manifest X or become bodybuilder Y. And then from that, you need to work back in logical steps, how to get there. So what action can I take every day? achieve this and then i go and slam that into a routine so a proper effective calendar that i can i can come back to i can see i can visualize throughout the day like i come back and okay this is what i need to do when and from there you know it's just a matter of of doing it even though you don't want to even as much resistance Mm. we talk about the the mel's robbins's habit of you count down from five and at one, you just go and do it. Mm. So five, four, three, two, one, interrupts the thought pattern and you just go and do it. Mm. And from there, you need the mindset of like, this is going to take time, but the results are going to be worth it. If like your desired outcome, your goal is big enough. If it's if it scares you, if it's like, yeah, this is going to be wicked when I get there. And it's just, it's, it's an acceptance of, this is going to be a journey and it's going to take time. And I mm. think from there is how I would implement things so what are what would you say is the most successful example you've had of this implementation and you know what book have you read where you've gone okay i'm going to do this every day or i'm going to adopt this mindset that the book has given me and how has that affected your life and how long did it take let me have a look at my bookshelf <laughs> <laughs> well i think it's it's for me it's definitely finding amusement in the challenges so it's to know that like this could all be a load of tough honestly okay um, yeah it, i agree with that but which is the one which has affected which exact book or exact thing has affected you the most Like for me, it would be no more Mr. Nice Guy. It's just affected my mindset just by reading. I mean, we're we're working through the challenges, um, but just by reading it, it's changed my entire outlook on the world and has made me stand up for myself more in situations where I otherwise haven't. And, you know, I haven't even implemented that book very well. Um, I I believe, I don't know if I'm just giving you a way out here, but I believe that the reason you don't have a, a concrete answer is because you read so holistically and you read so many books that um and and they do end up overlapping in in some areas i mean if you've read a lot of self-improvement you would know that um not you the viewer right the the audioer no the listener that's the word right so um can you think of any examples where you've read a book and suddenly let you've gone like yeah that makes sense i'm I'm gonna think like that or i'm gonna act like that or i'm gonna do that mm, mm, well i definitely think i'm in a similar boat with them or mr nice guy but currently i'm reading think and grow rich so i think i'm gonna go with that one because it's 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 basically a really solid philosophy behind goal setting and it's Mm. it builds on the idea of 
so there's there's a famous film called the secret where you know blah 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 if you want something enough and you just keep wanting it eventually it will magically appear in your hands which hopefully isn't like a, a building because then you'd be squashed but it's it's that sort of process and I've, I've been reading it and it's 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 so enjoyable honestly to to the extent that it relates back to so many other areas of self-help so there's one chapter on auto-suggestion which is basically the idea that whatever you feed your subconscious brain is what happens and this this is true with your self-image it's it's why like affirmations work it's why all of this sort of negative self-talk and beliefs like fundamentally work and i've just it's opened my brain and my eyes to the extent of how real this is and from there i'm like oh my god i've just got to you know use this properly yeah and that's probably one of the biggest insights so far okay cool cool all right well thanks for that chat that was really interesting um i think, I think that's a really great great um way to talk about you know because we can all read these books that's not hard but you know you've you said there like you, reading it the first time you will get barely any information from it um, you know, you've talked about how to implement them, and I think that was really, really well said. I think it was very interesting, uh, very interesting conversation. Very interesting to hear your thoughts, to hear kind of your your research, your knowledge on this subject, which is evidently extensive. Um, the analogies are just out off the off the wall, like the metaphors with the T's. I'm, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't move on to the next one. I haven't got that one yet. You know, like very, 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 very good stuff. If you enjoy this podcast or found it useful, check out our website, nextstephelp.net, for affordable one-to-one coaching. Jack, anything to add at the end? Listen to this podcast three times. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Thank for, you very much. Thanks for listening.